Yo, what up, Street Talks? There, Kim. All right, uh, Turbo Thoughts. So this one is on America, American things, a critique of American thinking, but also a praise of American thinking and so forth. So I think one of the great reasons of America and being an American, etc., is I think Americans and being American is kind of the closest thing we have to becoming the the new ancient Greeks right so um, things I am proud of or I mean some facts right so first and foremost uh, America has the biggest military in the world maybe by a factor of a thousand X or 800 X um, you know I was reading this like funny uh, China Times propaganda piece and essentially is critiquing how America has like 800 plus military bases around the world whereas China only has one maybe in Africa um, and kind of like what Tony Stark aka Robbie Downey Jr. said in the original Iron Man is uh, weapons promote peace and so it's like you're not a weapons dealer you're a peace dealer and i mean i'm i'm super anti-war i don't wish death or destruction or any sort of hardship on uh, anybody um but it does seem like the the fact is you know military does promote peace insofar much as Nobody in the nobody in the world wants nuclear holocaust and therefore all governments kind of you know they're kind of waving their stick but no one really wants to use it right um, and there's lots of good things about being American a lot of bad things about being American so for, first and foremost like you know I was born in the states born and raised and I really do appreciate the notion of American individualism. It's the, I mean, just for myself as an individual, right? It's that like, I like the idea that I could direct my life how I please. And whether or not that manifests in the way that I actually want is is up to fate but at least i could you know pursue my own life according to my own will right now the the downside of being asian chinese etc is everything is kind of for the greater good of the motherland and the individual is only as a means to the greatness of the state so for example even in china right Ultimately, everything comes back towards increasing the the valor of China. Not as a means of elevating the individual. So, you know, like a lot of Chinese individuals 
uh, mainland, rich mainland Chinese. Uh, you know, they got the Rolls Royce, the Lambos, whatever, uh, the Maybachs, but then their personal prosperity and richness is only a via via means to better the, the Chinese nation, right? Um, whereas in America, the general ethos is a minimal viable government with maximum liberty in order to elevate the individual to the maximum. So in America, the state, the nation state is a means to greaten the individual. So once again, in the West or America, whatever, is the goal whereas in um, Asia the the individual is only as a tool as of uh, as a end goal of the collective or the state or whatever have you anyways so I think this is why there's so much great individualism or so much great tech uh, innovations that come out of America because I don't even think it's necessarily getting getting super super rich which actually drives Americans I think I think it's what motivates Asians and the Chinese they're motivated by money right but I think Americans are more interested in this notion of personal valor or personal grandeur and money is simply a byproduct right and so even for Jay-Z, right? Like, I don't think his goal was to become rich for the sake of it. It's just more like, you know, a kid who's born into the projects, how far upwards can he fly in the racist American structure we got? I think that was his ultimate interest. And even Steve Jobs, right? Like his, his goal was to create insanely great technological tools, products, whatever, like a bicycle for the mind. For him, I mean, he, the guy subsisted on a entirely vegetarian vegan diet when he was doing his weird living abroad in India kind of thing. Um, and he could really care less about money. Um, he only cared for beautiful things, creating beautiful things like he's really into his Mercedes car, not because it was expensive, but he just thought the design was great. Um, and so I think this is where a lot of people go astray is when they they think they're they think that they should be motivated by money or they think that money should be the ultimate motivator rather than the pursuit towards individual greatness, right? So even in Silicon Valley, right? The metric of success is, you know, whether your company IPOs or becomes a trillion dollar company, whatever. However, I think perhaps a more robust goal should actually be tech entrepreneurs and founders seeking to become these great immortalized individuals so it's so funny like even with instagram right uh kevin sistrom and the other guy nobody knows the other guy's name even Kev kevin sistrom no nobody talks about him no more uh even the guy who invented whatsapp he uh 
he sold his company for what, like a billion dollars? 10 billion, I forget exactly what. But even he tweeted to leave Instagram, so he's probably kicking himself in the butt for selling Instagram, uh, WhatsApp. Um, and even Mark Zuckerberg, right? Like, <laughs> you know, regardless of what people say, like, I don't think he's evil, I don't think he's a lizard, whatever. He's just like, he's just kind of like a normal dude who, I think he actually does have really good interests in mind. Like he does want to improve humanity and society. Even in the early days, he was very anti-advertising and he didn't want to put uh, advertisements on Facebook, but alas, he succumbed. And I think, I think what Mark is thinking is, he's thinking of like, the pernicious effects of Facebook, Instagram, etc., social media, you know, advertising, making money as a means of global equality and internet access and empowerment of people's lives. So, so ultimately I think his end goal is, is good. The means I think is kind of like, He's trying to find the path which is least bad. But anyways, so, so anyways, um, you know, Jeff Bezos, etc. So all the great tech entrepreneurs are all American, right? Even the most successful Asian companies like Tencent, right? They bought out Riot Games, 100% stake, which produces um, League of Legends, which is in itself a clone of Dota which was initially a Warcraft 3 mod, right? I don't know exactly if it's Americans who invented it, but maybe, I don't know. Um, even the internet was invented by the uh, Americans. Uh, I think it was DARPA, DARPANET, it was initially a military device. Um, DARPANET. Uh, automobile car, the, the Ford, right? Ford Model 3, Ford Model something, invented in the States. Uh, and even now, right, the world's most popular camera is probably a smartphone iPhone camera. And also GoPro, which I'm recording on this American company. Um, so why is it that all the great innovations happen in America? Um, I think it is because um, several things. I think I mean, certainly every country saw its own propaganda, right? But I, I think the propaganda of America is kind of the least bad. I, I mean, at least in my generation, right? Like I was born in 1988. Um, it's like, it's all about individualism, um, being unique, being a one of a kind, making a positive change in the world, um, putting a dent in the universe, that kind of thing. Um, now I think the American ethos it's kind of more of like I think it's more like environmentalism and wokeness than anything but I'm not I'm not really super for that it feels a little superficial but anyways um, and also you know like what's invented in America you know Hollywood bodybuilding Arnold even though Arnold is Austrian immigrant, we could consider him American. 
even Elon Musk from South Africa, but he, he grew his wings in America. So there must be something about America where the ease of entrepreneurship, um, tax write-offs, sole proprietorship, there, there must be something to America. America has some sort of secret sauce. Yet, why is it that Americans don't like American things? I mean, even with luxury brands, right? Everyone prefers Louis Vuitton, Gucci's and stuff like that. But actually, one brand that I, I really like is uh, Tom Brown. It's like the, it kind of looks like the, the French flag icon, but actually it's supposed to be the American flag. So the, the good thing with Tom Brown is, Tom Brown is an American and it's kind of the newest, hottest brand, um, luxury clothing brand that all the rich mainland Chinese prefer to wear. And it's, it's American, so that's at least one good sign. And it's like, why is it that all the rappers, they talk about their foreigns, their Maybachs, their, their Lambos. And Lamborghini is owned by Volkswagen. So even we could consider, an Audi is also Volkswagen. We could consider an Audi So, in fact, a Lamborghini is just an expensive Volkswagen car. Uh, same thing goes with Ducati and all these other cars. Um, I think Bentley is also owned by Volkswagen. Uh, Maybach is just essentially a, a rebranded Mercedes. Um, but anyways, so... What I think is, like actually one film I really liked was like this like super nationalistic Ford versus Ferrari film where it's like, yeah, you know, American built, American muscle over the, the pretentious Italians, right? And, uh, and yeah, and I think I do, you know, moving forward, right? Like, and also we forget Tesla is an American company, right? So, Maybe like Americans should prefer American things, American bread stuff. Um, so for example, just to make a statement, instead of getting a Lambo, I should just get like a, a Shelby Mustang. I think that's way cooler, right? Um, And I think we should become more proud of things made in the USA. And also like, why is it that Americans always love to travel abroad to Paris and Italy where they think things are quote, quote, more cultured? Why not have more pride in the States like going to a New Orleans or, you know, stuff like that. So I think also Americans should perhaps travel more domestically in the States. Um, yeah, and have more pride in American things, right? So, but what is holding back American thinking right now? I think one of the reasons why I think I prefer living in Southeast Asia or, you know, in Asia in general, being here currently in Phnom Penh is, I think I could actually think better. The reason is it's like less loud metaphorically. Um, so for example, all of this, 
progressive, woke talk, I think is actually quite retrogressive in terms of thinking advancing thought. It's kind of a distraction in my opinion. Um, and also the big problem about being an American in the States is we're too distracted by sports, uh, advertising, news, social media, Apple, iPhones, Teslas, and stuff like that. So actually, and the ideal is, my opinion, the ideal is to have the American mentality and the thought, but don't live in the States, like live, live somewhere else. Like also the reason why Cambodia Phnom Penh is so great, essentially you could US, US dollars anywhere it's crazy like everything is both in their traditional real and also US dollars, but US dollars is actually the preferred currency. And apparently um, Cambodia has the world's third largest circulating US dollar supply. Like, it's crazy, you can just go to a local bank here and then stick in your ATM card, right? And it shoots out $100 US dollar bills. It's like, what? Like, that's crazy, right? Um, and so, and also the, the, the rich mainland Chinese who come here for development and stuff like that, it looks like they all use US dollars too, rather than the, the Chinese Yuan. So I think, I think there should be more American foreign investment in Cambodia, Phnom Penh especially, right? Um, even like you could get like a pretty basic condo for only $70,000. You could buy a, a home here for I think $200,000. And depending, you know, there's like upscale and downscale places. Um, so it depends on where you want to go. Um, you know, everyone here is pretty much bilingual in English. This is very convenient. And also I like it that it's a, a Buddhist nation. So it's actually super, super Zen living here. I, I like it. Um, and also it's kind of at the intersection of South Korea, China, Japan, a little bit of Thailand, and so being at this cross-cultural intersection is actually uber interesting to me and I, I, I really like it. Um, and also like a random thought I had was, so you know, I'm, my, my, my race is, is Korean, South Korean. My dad's from Seoul, my mom's from Busan. So it's like, why am I happier and more healthy and productive here in, uh, when I was living in Vietnam, in Saigon, Hanoi, and also here in Phnom Penh? I think maybe it has something to do with the latitude. Like, is the wait longitude, latitude, longitude, right? Longitude. I wonder if longitudinally, it's the same as similar as Korea. I don't know. I think actually, I think that's one thing that's um, underrated is climate and productivity, or climate and happiness, right? So this is why if you import a bunch of Vietnamese, Southeast Asians into wintertime in Minnesota, they're probably not going to be so happy, right? Um, or also, if you take people from India, South South Asia, whatever, importing them into London is probably not good for their, their health either, with all the gloominess. Um, um, and apparently, actually, the if you're of African descent, like African-American, if you live in a New York or a place which has really harsh winters, because you have a darker pigment skin, you can absorb less UV, light during the winter time and therefore more prone to seasonal effectiveness disorder they call it sad during the winter time anyways some um, some thoughts so so I guess the ultimate thought is this is that 
perhaps the ultimate philosophy or approach in life is to harness the best American thoughts, borrow from all the different other cultures around the world in the past histories, the ancient Greeks, and minimize the downsides of being an American.